0: Welcome to Healthy, Happy, Sexy, a podcast that will help you create a mindset of looking good and feeling great. I'm your host, Angela Rose, a Toronto lifestyle content creator with a passion for sharing tips to better yourself in all aspects of life. Hello everyone and welcome to the 18th episode of Healthy, Happy, Sexy. I'm your host Angela Rose. I'm a content creator from Toronto, and tonight's episode is really special because it's in collaboration with She Leads. This is a nonprofit organization that started a web series called escape the stigma this episode is specifically in collaboration with the online form that happened at 6 p.m tonight and for the next two weeks i will actually be doing collaboration podcast episodes with the she leads series they will be doing and these are all sexual health forms so if you want to bring more awareness to yourself you know we really didn't learn a whole lot in school about sexual health and even just body confidence and female health this is a great form to listen to the form tonight that was posted at 6 p.m was riddles of your uterus they had a guest speaker dr molly speaking who is a holistic doctor from the colorado area who is an expert in pms as well as pcos which we're going to get into in a second next wednesday i do want to give you guys a little sneak peek and their form will be called decoding your anatomy so be sure to tune in at 6 p.m for that in my healthy happy sexy podcast instagram i will be listing the link in my bio where you can join the online forum to be a part of it and then again my collaboration episode will be posted at 7 p.m. after the form is over and then the third form in this series which will be march 3rd at 6 p.m. will be called unlocking your sexual intimacy so i'm so excited to be collabing with them and bringing you related episodes just to expand on the discussion that they talked about now obviously i am not a doctor or a professional so that's where listening to the form will be really beneficial to you guys but what I'm going to be talking about tonight is going to be more related of topics of hormonal awareness and also prevention because at the end of the day these are conditions that we really don't want and we want to be aware of them to prevent them from happening in our bodies in my podcast i always like to talk about how to live the healthiest life possible so tonight i want to talk as just a normal person who literally didn't know anything about these conditions before this past week and doing research on my own and even listening to the form myself I really didn't know anything about these topics, so I really just want to bring awareness to you guys about them, especially because my audience is so female-based, and I think we should be aware of these things, not to prevent these ones specifically, but also to prevent any other disease. If something like this does occur, we'll know what it is and have a better idea because we'll be aware of what they are. It's really with like anything I always say knowledge is power I love reading and learning about things that I had no idea about and especially with health because health really is the master of all I've said this many times especially this year you know you can really prevent anything and it's such an easier route to take instead of after getting diagnosed and trying to revert back to health it's a lot easier to prevent than to cure and I want to talk just just a little bit from my point of view of what PCOS is. And I'm just gonna give a very brief discussion. I am, again, not a professional and I just really learned about this myself. So essentially so essentially, it's cysts on your ovaries. You can see them with an ultrasound machine, but it is a little bit hard to diagnose. So some of the symptoms of PCOS can be menstrual irregularity, acne hair loss and having the potential of being overweight because 40 to 85 percent of women with pcos are overweight so if you do have a higher body mass index this definitely could be a factor that you want to watch out for some other symptoms include depression and anxiety i really want to dive deep into how to stop and recognize the symptoms before this even starts so the number one thing for me with any health concern to prevent Is starting with a healthy diet like that should be started and ingrained in your life as a baby I do believe in balance and the 80 20 rule and having snacks here and there but if you truly grow up and know your body and what your body can handle and take then that's like the best that you can do you know you can eat dairy and you won't break out or you won't get bloated then by all means go ahead and eat dairy there are so many trends and people telling you how to eat and what to eat and how many calories you should eat and what diet you should go on. But if you know what is working for your body, then do that by all means. If you do get diagnosed with a certain condition, you need to look at what has been proven to work and what foods have been proven to help this certain condition. You can always seek professional help and the people you want to see for doing something like this is a doctor or even a holistic doctor who specializes in these topics. So Dr. Molly, for example, who was the the guest speaker on the form is actually an expert in PMS and PCOS. So if you have any sort of questions that you would like answers from a professional, then make sure you're looking for a doctor who's familiar with these things because a lot of the time misdiagnosis can happen, especially with the syndrome. And that's the last thing you want is be going to 50 different doctors, trying to get an answer to them when you know something's wrong with your body. That's why I think talking about a topic like this and bringing awareness to it, even if you don't have it, like I don't have it, but I'm interested and I am teaching myself about it because if, It does come upon me one day or someone that I do know and they're describing symptoms to me. It's so great to kind of catch it as soon as it starts of how to maintain or get rid of the issue at hand so in conjunction with healthy eating that's obviously so important this can also be a mentality thing because some of the symptoms include depression and anxiety so you want to make sure that your mindset is right and that you're doing things that make you happy on the daily also having gratitude for the life that you live and relaying that on to others in your life and if you have more questions on what diet to proceed with you can always also see a nutritionist especially ones that specialize in these things as well that can give you an extensive meal plan and do's and don'ts to eat so some of the things you do want to swap out when you have pcos swapping carbs for unrefined whole grains you also want to be eating fibrous dark leafy greens and this includes the brassica family that is kind of like the cabbage family they're known for their powerful anti-carcinogenic and antioxidant properties as well as immune support i mean those three things alone sound great for preventing any disease this family and fiber can also help remove excess hormones from your body Um, too much estrogen or testosterone they have no way to escape really and kind of need help so these are great ways to help that you can easily google you know that family but some include broccoli bok choy cabbage turnips cauliflower kale There's just so many Brussels sprouts. So those sorts of vegetables are really great for that. You also want to increase your dietary fats. And this is not unhealthy fat. I know a lot of people still to this day are scared when they hear the word fat. But healthy fats are very, very good for you. This includes olives, olive oil, flax seeds, chia seeds, Greek yogurt, eggs the reason why you want to have a higher fat intake is because it reduces your hunger these fats help to regulate hormones and these fatty fatty acids can help with fertility and pregnancy which can also be decreased if you are diagnosed with pcos unfortunately, if you are diagnosed with this, some women do have a little bit more trouble conceiving. So that's like another reason to always have your health in check is because if you're scared of the concerns that come along with this, you want to be starting from the beginning. So if some of these outcomes scare you or worry you, that's normal, but that is should make you always want to take care of your health so it never leads to that. Other symptoms of this syndrome because it is so hard to diagnose for you to be aware of, it could be menstrual irregularity and this could include missed periods, very light periods, and I do want to touch on this after because there are so many other things that can cause irregular periods and I do want to talk about a little bit about that besides PCOS because I feel like that is such a common problem and it may not be anything serious, but you can do little lifestyle changes to have a regular period because that is what is normal. So back to some other symptoms of PCOS, they can include actually excess body hair, weight gain, acne, oily skin, thinning hair and hair loss, and also infertility if you're having trouble. Getting pregnant, this could be a symptom that your body is trying to tell you something is wrong. I need to get checked out. So because it is a little bit harder to diagnose, if you're aware of these symptoms and you know something is wrong, you think this is what you could have, you know, you never want to go home with your questions unanswered. It's not a good feeling. So always demand from your physicians, you know, do you think it's this because I have so many symptoms. I really do think it could be this ask for an ultrasound, ask why they think it isn't PCOS, and then also to find a doctor that specializes in this to get a second opinion from someone who actually knows about these topics and the symptoms and to get the proper tests done. Because I know how hard it is to not get answers when you really think it is something and then if you wait long enough without addressing the issue it can lead to bigger problems other problems could be an insulin resistance so that's why i mean if you leave it for too long you could have other undiagnosed issues happening in your body that you have no idea about that's why body awareness is so important and just being aware and knowledgeable of all topics and diseases that could affect you and there are many as a woman Unfortunately, they do go misdiagnosed a lot of the times, but it's all about how you deal with the situation. So if you do think this has come upon you in your life, There are some lifestyle changes that you can do to help the situation and that includes finding an experienced doctor and staying in touch with the doctor, making sure you're communicating with them, you're telling them all your symptoms and even after do check-ins. How are you feeling after? Has anything changed or in your life is the pain getting worse and going back to see them for checkups? That's what they're there for and they want to help you and figure it out just as much as you do. If you make minor adjustments daily with a purpose and a goal, I promise you, you can achieve the results you're looking for little by little each day. That goes for everything in life, especially with any health concerns. You know, you don't need to go out and do this crazy high fat vegetable diet immediately. If you take little steps and plan little by little, you will eventually get the results that you want. So with that eating more of the right foods, exercising regularly, you know, it's not good to be overweight by any means. I know body positivity is a huge topic and it's so amazing that so many more people are accepting of all body shapes, which I am 100% behind, but I am also a firm believer in living a healthy lifestyle being overweight can lead to other medical conditions that's why i don't believe that being technically obese is healthy it can lead to high blood pressure cholesterol high blood sugar heart disease again pcos having an unhealthy not safe pregnancy there's just a list that goes on and on so i am so for body positivity and people being healthy but if you are not making changes to be healthier then that is where the line is blurred for body positivity you can be you know, overweight, but eating right and working out daily, which is where body positivity comes in. But if you are not making healthy choices, you're not living an active lifestyle. Then that's where body positivity should not be applauded upon, because at that point, it's just a health risk and concerns for for other health risks to come in and affect you. So always making sure you're having a healthy, active lifestyle exercising regularly even if that's stretching or going on a walk as long as you're not sitting all day then that's great any sort of active movement is so amazing not just for your body but your mind as well keeping your mind right keeping your mind you know happy and healthy is going to prevent so many diseases and conditions coming into your life. Taking the right vitamins and also talking to other women who have PCOS if you want to learn more. Get firsthand answers from someone who has experienced this before. I would highly recommend following the She Leads Instagram and also the doctors associated in the forum as well because they would have so many answers to also help you cope with this mentally and to make these changes in your life. You can also seek support for symptoms of depression because that is one that is hugely linked to PCOS. So I just want to talk briefly also about irregular periods because even if you do not have PCOS, that is a huge thing that can happen to so many women, including myself. I went off birth control for, I think it's been almost a year now. Before that, I was on it for many, many years. I believe like... 10 years. And your body really does change when you stop giving it, you know, those daily hormones that it's used to after 10 years. For me, I definitely had some irregular periods. Um, And then when I first went off of it, I had very tiny, like bumps all around my jawline, like texture, acne, very tiny acne. So that was occurring to me for about a few months. And then one day kind of just Randomly went away. So you're never really sure of what's going to happen to you if you go off birth control. That can definitely be a symptom. Other symptoms of menstrual irregularity include acne, can also include excessive exercise. I know some people who are trying to lose like 30 pounds before summer, they'll go crazy and exercise up to like twice a day. And sometimes they've gone the whole winter without exercising so if your body's not really used to this new routine you start excessively exercising that can also cause period irregularity another reason that can cause that is also stress stress is a huge factor for that so you always want to be making sure as i said you're keeping your mind right and this can be doing things you love getting outside for me it's yoga i love just going to yoga by myself that's for me that's my safe place that's where i get to learn about my body and how it moves and how my mind is working going outside getting fresh air going on a walk a really just gentle movements of your limbs can really increase your mood and reduce stress. Also getting proper vitamins. If you live in a sun lackluster area or it's winter where you are, taking vitamin D is so extremely important. There's actually been research that shows vitamin D can help regulate ovulation. So vitamin D is great for that and also reducing stress because people who have a lack of natural sunlight in winter can be diagnosed with depression. It's very common here in Canada. So you want to be making sure you're taking vitamin D and any other proper vitamins that your body needs. I would highly recommend going for a blood test just to see, you know, what your body needs um, from the inside that we can't really tell and your blood and tests can tell you and a doctor that to discuss a proper pathway to take. You also want to be making sure, you know, you're not excessively tired and fatigue. You're not having mood swings. So those are all symptoms of menstrual irregularity to be aware of. And this episode, I just really wanted to make you guys aware of these things, whether you have PCOS or you just have menstrual irregularity. So I wanted to make you guys aware, and I'm so happy that today's episode was in conjunction with She Leads. I hope you guys listened to the form. If you didn't, be sure to tune in next Wednesday to listen to the form and the professional speak and then you can come over to my podcast where we talk a little bit more feelings that are linked to getting diagnosed with these symptoms and things and how to navigate as a non-expert. You can get a rush of feelings linked to being diagnosed with something or something happening into your life and you don't really know how to navigate these feelings. So that's what I'm here to help you guys with. And I'm just so happy with the She Leads team. You know, they're really trying to bring forward sexual health and awareness and making everyone feel accepted and exactly what they're trying to do is escape the stigma and break the stigma of you know not talking about these things because I feel like for me there was not any talk of these common conditions when I mean we really only took a sexual health class in high school so unless you start doing your own research you'll never really know and that's why it's so important to always do your own research to gain knowledge on all topics in life so thank you guys so much for listening to the 18th episode of healthy happy sexy again my name is angela rose and i will be back next wednesday to do a collaboration episode with she leads and i cannot wait to see you guys there thank you so much and i'll talk to you soon